Because, like, generally, like, monarchists, too, are, are a lot of times it's applied usually to, like, weirdos that live, that, like, live in, like, states that don't have, you know, a monarchy. Like, like, Americans or, like, people in, like, European countries where they had, like, a monarchy, like, a hundred years ago, but they, like, got rid of them and, like, the last one, like, got kicked by a horse or, like, drove his Lambo into a wall. They don't have... They don't have one anymore, but they're like, but they're like, society has become far too decadent. What we need is a monarchy to return us to like traditional values. Uh, Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve along with the other Steve. Steve's running hot today. And Ryan. Oh. F's in the chat for the queen. This is two in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got that uh, Shasta grape. That was her favorite uh, soda. Yeah. <laughs> in a marmalade sandwich here. I say, do we have any Shasta grape? Just Wash. so we don't lose the one British listener, I will not say my feelings. No, so. your, average bread, your average bread is not a royalist. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're not waiting 24 hours in the line to see Steve, her. Steve, All I can my say wife... is Twitter was on fucking Fire yeah, for the a period again. Of about nine hours. That shit was just virtue signaling. I will not celebrate anyone's death, but I will laugh about it. <laughs> I, I do. I do agree with the the Chapo take that anybody who's like, oh, we got her. It's like she fucking deserved it. It's like she deserved to die at like ninety seven yeah. years yeah, old like, in luxury. Yeah, like get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You didn't get shit. She she lived out her life in, in luxury and privilege, and you didn't yeah. win. And that's the yeah. worst part about the whole thing, honestly. She died with a smile on her face. Mm. I was, uh, Steve, I was going to say, like, I had this uh, conversation with Cassie because I thought it was monarchist, not royalist. Is there a difference between the two? Uh, a monarchist is somebody who believes in, like, a, uh, a like, a monarchy. Like, right. they, like, they support it as a form of government. Right. Um, but a royalist think... is, is, is kind of, that's what they refer to them in their newspapers and the BBC. They call them royalists if they support the royal family. So I guess that's not a form of government. I, well, it, it is generally like a person who like supports a monarchy, um, but it's just it's just like a synonym. Oh, I, I so think they okay. So it's, it's I, I think they. Not, I, I thought they were distinct. Like, I thought they were distinct. Will support the royal family, but also not be a monarchist, like to believe in a monarchy. Well, or if well, you if you're a monarchist, you kind of have to believe in the royal family. Well, I I think it generally probably has softer connotations. Because remember, like Great Britain isn't like an absolute like monarchy. Like it's not like like Bhutan. So royalist or, is softer right. than monarchist, basically. Yeah, because like because okay. like generally like monarchists too are, are a lot of times it's applied usually to like weirdos that live that like live in like states that don't have you know a monarchy like mm. like Americans or like people in like European countries where they had like a monarchy like a hundred years ago, but they like got rid of them and like the last one like got kicked by a horse or like drove his lambo into a wall they don't have they don't have one anymore but they're like but they're like society has become far too decadent what we need is a monarchy to return us to like traditional values like 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 most people most people who are monarchists are generally like right-wing like weirdos one foot into the fascism uh into the fascism like even in even in um, like the Spanish Civil War, there were a group of monarchists that were called the uh, the Carlists, and they were they were sort of like Spanish Jacobites, um, but but they were even like sadder than Jacobites because they didn't actually have a claimant for the branch of the royal family they wanted on the throne. That's pretty. So sad. they actually so they actually supported somebody from the 
the branch they were opposed to to be the king. Um, and then the fascists used them. And then, like, or I believe it was, like, at the end of the Civil War or, like, right after it, uh, Franco just had them all, like, arrested. <laughs> he just, like, betrayed them all because they were just, like, sad weirdos. It just broke my brain when she died that, A, I learned about it on a fucking Discord channel, but, B, uh, there were some people here in the States who were, like, legitimately crying and heartbroken. I'm like, what are you doing? Like... I seem to remember a very founding principle of this country was giving the finger to the monarchy. What are you doing sitting here blubbering and crying? And they're just like, oh, well, she was such a great Well, Like, shut the fuck up. Wh- who, what? Why do you care? Incredible. We are just peasant-brained here in this country. Um, I agree. So going to her uncle, um, Edward VIII, uh, now the Duke of Windsor, now... In present time dead um, as well um but um so the the duke of windsor remember he was um when he was born he was third in line to be uh king his uh his grandfather um edward the seventh was king uh was king after queen victoria because queen victoria was still queen when he was born uh victoria dies edward is briefly the briefly the king um and then his uh his father um george v is king um, and then when George V dies in the 1930s, Edward is to become king. Right. Uh, but the problem is, is that Edward loves to have uh, relationships with married women, um, and, and generally like so not very scumbag, and and not very like I I don't want to be like a moralist, but like like not like the best like married women that he could be like you know having affairs with. There's no um, good, ju- there is no good married woman. Well, well I mean in terms with. of like their quality of their character, like even if they weren't married. Like, like these are not like oh they're, they're these, these bags. Are, yeah yeah they're they're not they're not like they, they don't tend to be good people because remember the one woman he had an affair with um she murdered her her husband oh. in, in a hotel and oh. the uh and the and the royal family had to uh cover it up uh also, the, the Edward yeah. Edward coming up in the trial oh. and and then so he marries uh Wallace Simpson who at that time um he is her uh third husband. Um, she, her first husband was a was a um, was an Air Force pilot, uh, I believe Navy Air Force pilot um, that that she met down in Pensacola. Um, her second husband is a British American uh, businessman, which is how that she comes to into in sort of the circles of Edward um, that she's introduced through a, a woman that, that Edward is seeing a, a mistress. Um, and then he sort of leaves the mistress for uh, Wallace and then Wallace leaves her husband uh, for the prince. There's so much happening right there. Yeah, it it's generally like he because like I said, remember he's he's sort of like a playboy. Um, he's a fashion icon um, because remember they don't really have like influencers. Like right. y- you you don't have like people like the the Kardashians. Like like well the Kardashians are rich. Like the the Kardashians like their their father was a lawyer and their and their mother was a uh, I I forget what she did but she wasn't really like particularly. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris. Chris wasn't particularly anything other than like conniving and She's and a socialite like, is what she described herself as. It's like a socialite. So she yeah, but but mostly like but mostly through world. being married to uh, um, to Robert, Robert Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. Um, whose claim to fame is the big OJ trial, right? Or was he well, big before that? Well, well, before that, yeah, he was he was a wealthy um, he was he a wealthy, was a wealthy lawyer, lawyer and and I believe he was also like a I believe he owned like a lot of property in L.A. I, okay. I think that's how they got like their their money originally. 
He got um, he got famous from the OJ trial, but he be, was because yeah, he, he, he was pretty set. Yeah, but he was, okay. but he was like a he, he was like a well known yeah. person in like L.A. Like yeah, he had already the, won. the Kardashian. The Kardashians <laughs> OJ were was about to pick up a Christina Bob from fucking OAN News Network when uh, he just fucking clapped two people. I don't think that he was gonna <laughs> go to like some bargain bin basement person. He had to get somebody with some status. Yeah, because he was like. I, I believe he was like a leader within like the Armenian community, which is like a big deal in in like Southern California, and he was also like 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 pretty wealthy because like Kim was like friends with like Paris Hilton and stuff like that. And you're not just like a random person; you're friends with like the heiress to like one of like the richest families in the world. Like, yeah. like that just doesn't happen. You don't just like popper popper in the prince your way into that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but. But going back to Edward, so Edward has has abdicated the throne. Um, he's never actually um, he never actually has a coronation. He's he's just briefly made made king in the same way Charles um, currently is at this time, um, being Charles the third. Um, he will have a coronation. I don't think I've seen a death a date that's been set, but it's like a whole big thing, and it's going to cost like millions of dollars for them to put on this like th- this whole big like pageant. And they will turn around without a shred of fucking irony and be like, oh, we don't have money for this, that, and the other. Ugh. Well, what's well, also the fact, too, that, like, I would say probably uh, worse or, or sort of similar to when, when Elizabeth was herself was, like, coronated. When when she had her coronation, like, they, they sort of did a budget coronation because they they were still under rationing because they were still recovering budget from, like, World War II. rent a coronation. Right. She got her coronation <laughs> at the Amscot. Cause um, I saw, yeah, I saw what the the estimated family wealth is for the royals too, because they don't they've never actually publicly stated what they're worth, but there's pretty good like good close estimates to what they're worth. Uh, it's all like property, twenty thirty bucks. All, all, <laughs> all property Canadian uh, encompassed as well that they all <laughs> that they. All I'll give own. you I'll give you fifty large. Bro, listen. I gave you fifty they quid. Were talking, for it. They were talking like five hundred billion. Like, oh, oh yeah, they are they're worth a lot. Chrisley, I don't, I don't know if they still are, but for a long time, the uh, the British royal family were like one of the biggest uh, uh, landowners in Manhattan. Yeah, because like, that's, like not you know how Britain works, right, Ryan? Like you know that basically the royal family kind of rents their property to the government, essentially. Like it's like leased. And the government makes payments to the royal family, so they still own what? all the land. Yeah, that's how, that was how they ended up settling, and that's the kind of like the the really shitty layman's way of explaining how they came to terms with having the royal family still exist. They they control a lot of their household budget and stuff like that. Like, like it's like it's kind of funny too because landlords basically. But because like if you watch like the Crown. Um, they like, and this is, this is sort of like based on reality that they constantly like complain about like their allowances they get, like how they want more money. Um, but, but in reality, like they're, they're still living like well and above and beyond like 99% of the human race. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, oh God, I can't even stretch my mind to that. Like, and, and this will come up with Edward as well. Cause remember I said that, that he was getting his, um, his like sort of like his lands being paid out like in installments. Because after he abdicates, they they sort of strip him of his of his sort of like titles to a degree, where he's still a member of the royal family, but he can't like his children if he has any, which which he doesn't have any. Um, they like just to spoil it, they never have any children. Um, so none of them God, would inherit. The fucking spoilers already, man. 
none of them would inherit any titles or anything like that. Um, he can't he can't go into political life, so he couldn't go into like say the House of Commons. Um, I'm doubtful he'd be in the House of Lords because you have to be put in the House of Lords by the royal family, and they're not just going to turn around and you know give him a seat in the House of Lords like a peerage. Um, so he can't he can't also speak there as well. So he can't like speak on the behalf of say like the Tories or some other political party. Um, okay, so, I have so he's not just, understood one thing you've been talking about with House of Lords and Commons. Well, the, I understand the, what a Tory is, but like, I'm, I'll do respect. You know, Lord, well, the House you know, of, like the, Lord, House of, the musician, she's a member well, the, of the House of Lords. <laughs> the, the House of Commons is essentially the same the as like the rapper. It's like Congress and <laughs> is like the House of Representatives in the U.S. in that they're all elected based on like the population of the area they're from and their genetics um, and their face. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's the House of Lords, um, and the House of Lords is essentially like the Senate as it used to be before it was reformed in the United States. In that, um, members of the House of Lords, you either inherit your seat in the House of Lords, um, or the uh, the monarch puts you into your seat in the House of Lords. Um, and and it sort of works similarly in um, in Japan um, and in other um, sort of like systems that are that have like a constitutional monarch, where where there is a house. Um, they don't get to like vote on as much. Like, like they're not as like as as like integral to the running of the country. Um, but they do get to vote and handle some things. Um, that's the one where they always boo each other and like yell at each other. That's the that's the House of Commons. That's the House of Commons. Whenever whenever they talk about the Parliament in the UK, um, or I should say in um, in England, um, in Wales, actually it's just England now. Pretty much um, everywhere. But but Austria. but when they. No, but when they when they talk about parliament um, parliament in the UK, they're they're usually referring to the House of Commons because that's the one that like really one that only matters. Yeah, like like all the all the kingdoms like like Scotland, um, Wales, Northern Ireland, they all have their own parliament. Uh-huh. Um, but like the um, but like the the national parliament, like the House of Commons, that's, that's usually what they're talking about. Um, and that's the one where they they just sort of like shit talk each other all the time and like boo and hiss at each other. Yeah, um, it's it's nowhere near as like formal as it is like the U.S. Uh, Congresses. Like they because because they don't like, have our Congress needs to start settling differences by fisticuffs because like, they don't have decorum rules. Fucking chair across the whole goddamn well, like hall. Well, they well they did before the Civil War, and uh, they they've they've generally tried to move away from that because like uh, one one um, uh, one politician uh, a sort of an abolitionist. Um, a uh, pro-abolitionist congressman was uh, given like permanent brain damage from being uh, beaten with a cane um, in in the House of um, in the House of Representatives. Well, let me ask you a question about that though. Um, like, did like he, back did then he, too, did he have it coming? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, you know, because um, he had a, he it. Had was, a it, it well, like. well, essentially, what, what happened? What was he wearing? Well, essentially, was what, it what a happened? Well, well, when you when you say he had it coming, is it, it, it's it's sort of the same logic as like someone someone gave you lip at like a gas station, so you drew your gun on them because you like yeah. you felt threatened. Yeah, that's that's part like, of the concealed carry class I took. Is, is that which if you're at a gas station and someone gives you lip, you're allowed to draw down. Which which during that period in Congress, most of the, most of the congressmen were also like secretly carrying because they were they were worried they were all, about violence breaking Lauren out. <laughs> I'm not getting searched at the metal detector. You know why? Because I have my Smith & Wesson special edition on me. That's why. Fucking idiot. But Edward has been uh, boxed out of sort of political life. 
Um, he can't be really a monarch anymore. Oh, by the way, um, I want to correct you. I never said that they deserved it. I asked you if they deserved it. <laughs> no, like, okay. well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think anybody should really be, especially a pro-abolitionist during that period, should be uh, beaten um, to to the point where he has like. Like he couldn't really like stand up or speak for the rest of his life. Yeah, hence the question: um, Did he deserve it? <laughs> if he was, if he was pro-slavery, uh, you know, I'm all right. I'll probably look the other way. Because, because the pro-slavery, because you have to remember uh, during that period as well, like all the pro-slavery guys are like the guys who like dueling. Like, because the, the reason why right, um, the, the politician got caned was because. He he felt like he had been dishonored, so he went in the big book of like southern like like rebuttals to being dishonored, and it was either <laughs> oh it, it was God. it was either he horsewhipped the guy in the streets of Washington D.C. right, or he or he like caned him, which is where he just like beat him with his cane, right. Um. So so he went with caning because it was too difficult to find him in the streets of D.C. to horsewhip him. Yeah, it's probably the better option. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, getting caned is also not fun, <laughs> right? But unless you're so like Edward- Herman Cain and he beats you in fantasy football, and then he says you just got caned, <laughs> you know? No, he just he and just he does that. Slice of God's father he, pizza. Exactly. He just he just does that like smile from that. <laughs> Re- oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Sorry. He's dead. Right? He died of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he died he, of COVID. he died of COVID. Now, from let me the ask Trump you this, rally. Steve. Let me ask you this: Did Herman Cain deserve it? Did he have it coming? <laughs> I mean, I feel like in Herman Cain's case, that was that was him fucking around and finding oh, out. Oh yeah, he had, he had it coming, dude. No offense uh, to his Cause, family. Because he was all, he, he was also one of those like COVID isn't real guys. Exactly. <laughs> he was a hardcore denier. Yeah, was, that's what I'm getting was, at. He had it coming. He, he was he was definitely the like ass Dan of like the uh, the the Trump the Trump rally like promo video. It's like Herman Cain will be there. <laughs> it's like that. And it's like he's like I'm gonna live forever. That, and then the next clip is like just in memoriam Herman Cain. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking, that goddamn uh, picture where it's like, this ain't my first rodeo, and then underneath it, it says, man dies at second rodeo. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Um, so, so anyway, speaking of Herman Cain. Edward, Edward wishing to remain in, in sort of like uh, popular, uh, popular life, not willing to just like sit down and retire um, with all these things being taken away from him, because he still wants to be like a noble. He still wants to sort of be like um, a member of the royal family, um, and he wants Wallace as well um, to have a similar status, even though like the royal family have repeatedly told him like no, like she will never be considered uh, the same. We've we've done all these things to ensure that happens. Like like quit quit asking, and we're not even going to humor you by like by like treating her that way either. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes up with this plan that he's going to go tour first um, in Germany. Um, and then after that, go tour in the United States. Okay. Um, so a lot of this is done too, because you have to remember the House of Windsor. Um, uh, up until World War One, they had been the the House of Saxe, Coburg, yeah, and Gotha. Yeah, they're all Germans. They're all Germans. Yes, they're they're all Germans. Queen, Queen Victoria spoke spoke German. Um, My at brother home. loves um, to say that. By the way, I don't know why he's just every time we bring up the Queen, he's like, "Well, you know, they're all Germans, right?" And I'm like. But that's but that's but that's like every every uh, there hasn't been an actual um, sort of technically English English or or British monarch since the Stuarts because you have to because because the house of uh, because 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 the Stuarts were were Scottish and they were followed and they were followed by Germans 
and then some Dutch, and then more Germans, and then we we still have Germans today. Stuart, um, what's that one meme where it's like Julius Caesar comes back to life? You mean to tell me there are still Germans? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's like, oh, okay. Holy shit, Julius. He's up. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, speaking and, of Julius Caesar, go ahead. So, so he's he's big on Germany. Um, <laughs> what are the odds? Um, <laughs> so good. Germ- uh, and, and sort of... Uh, Edward Edward is not a fan of of sort of like democracy. Uh, he, he's sort of sorry. It just keeps getting better. Go ahead. He's yeah. he's a fan. He's he's sort of a fan of authoritarian systems. Um, and at this time, like Germany in the 1930s, is just sort of seen by outsiders as this like miracle. Um, and and the way it's sort of been compared is it's sort of the same like for people in the 1930s to go to like Germany, like like sort of like famous people and tour Germany was the same as like famous people in the 60s going to like uh communist china and like like touring the country because it was seen as being like this sort of like the next like the next big thing um because because like i've said before um communism and fascism are sort of the answer to the question of the 20th century because everybody knows that that capitalism is not sustainable um, by by the late 19th century, everybody's pretty much aware that the system as it's going is not sustainable. And going into the 20th century, um, people are still sort of seeing that and they're still uh, tweaking things. And after World War One, which is sort of seen as like the ultimate failure of the, the current system, um, out of out of sort of the ashes of that communism and then fascism arise. And if you tend to be like a wealthier person from a higher end of society, um, you you tend to be pro fascism. Um, for instance, like in in Germany in in the twenties and and thirties, uh, by the time like the Nazis come into power, like if like the majority of German like college students who were like sort of like like forward thinking, um, I don't want to say progressive types, but types who are looking for what is like the wave of the future, like they see Nazism as like the wave of the future. Um, they they sort of see it as like the answer to the like capitalist system. Do you mean um, wait, wait? Do they see Nazism or do they see fascism as the way of the future? Well, well, if you're in Germany, it's Nazism, but they see they see fascism like like sort of like the fascist style of government. They they see that as sort of like the answer to the yeah. um to, to sort of like the capitalist system. Because not because like, uh, for real or are they being edgy? No, I mean well, at the well, time no, they're like, for real. Right. Like at the time, they're they're for real. It's not really like an edgy thing, because like because like edginess doesn't really exist. Because like I, I guess you could be edgy, but but you don't have like you don't have like social media. So right. so there's nobody there's nobody for you to really quote unquote trigger. Like <laughs> so 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 like a lot of people's like I I I'm sure some people would disagree with me, but I kind of feel that like most people's political beliefs were were a lot more honest and less like uh, performative a lot of times. Um, during, during this time period, because you don't really have like a venue to like air it in. Like, like I guess, like if you want to be like a dick to someone at the bar or whatever, or like like fuck with your parents, you could do that. Um, but because remember, things in Germany in like the 1930s are not going very well, uh, leading into <laughs> Weimar. Uh, yep. Like, like thing things are pretty bad, and like the depression doesn't make things better. Um, but. Um, it, th- things are gradually improving. Like a lot of the things that are attributed to the Nazis that they um, that, that they accomplished are, are like things that like the Weimar government was like working on and would have done anyways. Like like the autobahn. Like people say Hitler made the autobahn, but like 
it was a project that had already been started and was already in the works and it would have been completed before uh if, if hitler hadn't come into power yeah um, it was going to happen anyway the only the only difference is is that as as I've explained before in previous episodes that the Germans have like an economic miracle, but what the rest of the world and Germany itself doesn't know is that this economic miracle is fueled by essentially like credit fraud. Um, they they have what's called the MIFO scheme where they're selling like oh, sort yeah. of like MIFO junk bills. junk bonds. Yeah. We are we did an episode they're, about that. They're they're, yeah. they're selling they're selling junk bonds in order to fund like industrial growth. And they're using this to build up German industry, uh, rearm themselves uh, beyond what was allowed by the Treaty of Versailles, um, and then just sort of like um, giving all the people in Germany in the process like jobs. Like it's it's the same reason like Congress people are so obsessed with like def- uh, defense contractors because it means like jobs in their in their constituencies, which they can point to and say like, well, I brought I brought jobs in. We did it. Um, oh. Although, like, in today, that doesn't mean shit, because, like, when they bring in a defense contractor job, it maybe gives, like, 30 people jobs instead of, like, 70 years ago when it would give, like, it would give, like, 70,000 people jobs. Um, So uh, things have changed. But this is during the period where you still have, like, massive factories, uh, which is part of the reason why Edward wants to visit Germany, because he's sort of obsessed with, like, improving conditions for uh, working people. Um, a, like giving better public housing and and sort of like touring factories and seeing how things are done there, so he can bring back those reforms to uh, the UK um, in order to uh, improve conditions for workers. Um, but um, so the Germans are are also happy to have him because they know that he's like pro-German, um, and it also helps that some of his relatives, um, including um, one of his cousins, the Duke of Saxe uh, Coburg and Gotha. Um, Duke sen- of Sex? Sax. Oh, okay. Excuse like me, Sax. You were referring to me. I said, how did like I get Sax, as in Saxons. <laughs> you know, the Saxons. <laughs> he, is, he, sent a, he sent a letter on October 10th that says, Dear David, I hear that you are coming to Germany. I naturally would be delighted if you could take this opportunity to see me. Perhaps I could introduce you to a couple of interesting personalities whom you otherwise wouldn't meet. Um, so uh, Hitler and, and, and von Ribbentrop um, they, um, they plan that, um, even though the tour is supposed to be like a private, uh, visit, cause it's not, cause he's, he's going as a private, uh, citizen because the, the British government is not happy that he's going. They don't want him to go, but since he's just like an ordinary citizen, they can't do anything about it. Um, it's, it's like the same thing. Like if any of us went to go to like Cuba or, uh, the North Korea, like the government couldn't stop us. And, and they're not going to like send people to stop us. Like, like that's just not something governments do. Um, um, and, and so, uh, they, they're going to treat this trip as if it was like a Royal visit. Um, and they're going to also make sure that the, uh, the Duchess, uh, Wallace is treated as a, um, as, as sort of like royalty as well. Um, so, so they first arrive on a Monday morning at, uh, at, uh, Frederick, uh, or Friedrichstrasse station in Berlin, um, on October 11th. And this is what year? Uh, this is in um, nineteen uh, thirty-seven. <laughs> That's a great time to be there. Oof! <laughs> Double O F. Uh, oof! Big oof! Um, a, a scholar, uh, Susanna uh, Devries, uh, described uh, Wallace as uh, covered in jewels. Did her best to look suitably royal. I think it's Devries, like the Devries family fortune. Or Devries. It's like DeVry University. I'm just fucking around. 
the DeVry family fortune. We started a school. Oh, listen, by the way, guys, I totally forgot about this, but uh, pour one out for Ken Starr. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. Fucking Clinton <laughs> crime family continues its rampage. <laughs> I heard he had evidence that would lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> just, just, just Jesse Peekman can't, can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> I killed another one, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and she was dressed in, um, in royal blue. Um, they were greeted by oh, uh, Robert Lay. Mm-hmm. Robert Poole, who was the, right? Robert, Robert Lay, who's the one who's invited him, he, he's he's sort of the head of the um, the the German um, sort of um, uh, branch of the government that handles labor issues. Um, Robert he, Lay also looks like a dollar store Adolf Hitler with far less hair, with that stupid shitty toothbrush mustache that he has. Yep, like he's he, you, he's like okay, Robert Lay is like the Ron DeSantis of Nazi Germany, where he is trying to emulate Adolf Hitler, but just failing. We send the two busloads of Venezuelans to Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> he, he's, and he's uh, actually, I've gained he, six votes. To, to give you an idea of what's coming, he's more of like the, uh, he's more of like the Rudy Giuliani of, of the, uh, oh, so he's an the, the Germans for, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, so he's, he's the head of the German labor front. Which does a lot of like, um, th- which is actually like a pretty big like program. Like they're the they're sort of like the organization that has like the um, the VW Bug, um, right. um, sort of vehicle made. They have this program called like Strength Through Joy, where uh, in in order to like reward workers, you you get sort of incentives for like meeting quotas and stuff at work and doing like a good job, and you have like a stamp book. Um, and when you like fill up the stamp book, which is the same as like a stamp book from like a grocery store, if you know what I'm talking about, from yeah, like like get ten hole punches, get like one free like, yeah, but know, yeah, it's bananas like, or something. Yeah, it's like that. Um, but if you filled up the book, you would get a car, and the car you would get was the uh, the VW Beetle. But what? That's pretty sick, to be honest, though. And no one, no one actually got any of these cars, but it was God called. It. It, but it was through the uh, <laughs> the strength through joy um, uh, right. program. Um, and it was sounds, like sounds a lot like Abed Macfrey sets you free. Yeah, Abed Macfrey. Yeah, work sets you free. It sounds very similar. It's like the grandfather to work will set you free. Um, but but Lay, when he greets them, he uh, he kisses the hand of Wall Simpson and refers to as your highness. Um, and with, oh, in Lay's uh, delegation, he also has uh, von also, Ribbentrop. Also, by the way, just just for just to mention this, the strength the joy does not make strength. Fucking suffering makes strength fucking assholes yeah they just try Strength to make they try to right? re-fucking frame everything oh, oh to don't make it sound don't better. don't oh oh don't worry steve they're they're well into that as well <laughs> oh, they're, they're definitely gonna suffer they're 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 definitely in that that's like a lot of like ss stuff like 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 there there's a reason like all the like half the crossfit bros are like full-blown nazis <laughs> The thing um, is, is that there's nothing wrong with what I just said. Suffering does make strength. If you want to yeah, get stronger, but I mean, you have to have something to push up against. But if you use it in a shitty philosophy, then it's fine. I just don't want it to make it seem like I said something that was like, you know, Nazi adjacent. It's not Nazi adjacent at all. It's one more thing mean, that the Nazis. Teresa it's one more adjacent. thing that the Nazis co-opted. Well. Okay, so the Mother Teresa thing is kind of <laughs> the thing about Christopher Hitchens is that the Vatican hired him. The Vatican hired Christopher Hitchens to play devil's advocate against the beatification of Mother Teresa. They specifically picked him. 
and he wrote a book, and a lot of the stuff in his book is unsubstantiated, even though she's a piece of shit, in my opinion. And my my, my whole thing is the very uh, well documented things that she believed that through suffering yeah. is gonna like your way to Christ. Yeah, well, there's there's Lord. definitely some crazy religious problem. crap there. And she's, I don't believe do she's a great person at all, but Hitchens' book is is a little bit out of the fucking park as far well, as would, like what exactly is real and what isn't. I I wouldn't say like the Nazis co opted that that sort of like way of thinking because their whole ideology is based on like sort of like decadence. And, and sort of like being being weak, um, sort of sort of like corrode society. This is sort of like one of the basic tenets of their like belief system. Um, so in Lay's party is uh, von Ribbentrop, and and also the uh, the Gauleiter of of Berlin, um, Artur um, uh, Gorlitzer, um, and and a Gauleiter. So uh, in within like. Nazi Germany and, and sort of like the Nazi party, it, it sort of becomes a part of like Germany after the Nazis take power. Um, but there are different districts within the, like the Nazis party's control and they're called gals. Um, and, and each gal has sort of like the party, like secretary. And it's sort of like the same as being like in the United States, like being the party chairman of whatever County or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this case, you actually have like, like real power. Um, so him being like the gal lighter of Berlin, he's actually like the real, like like power in the city of like Berlin. He's the real Slim Shady. Um, and it's it's sort of like it, and it's sort of a similar thing that happens in like communist countries where you have like the mayor and then you have like the communist like uh, party apparatus that's like in charge of the city and like the mayor doesn't really have that much power. It's really all in the power of like the party official. Okay. Wow. Um. So. Uh, while they're uh, uh, and so also waiting for them was the uh, was the third secretary of the British embassy um, who presented a letter to the Duke informing him that the embassy uh, would not assist him or his wife formally um, during their visit. Uh, meaning that they wouldn't do any, like they wouldn't arrange anything for him as like a as like sort of like a noble or do anything special for him that he was like essentially on his own. Huh. Um, so they are welcomed by a, a crowd of um, of, of two thousand people um, lining the streets um, outside the station. Um, they um, and, and the uh, the German media had had been set up to sort of like record them visiting. Um, and while they were leaving, um, the the crowd surged forward, causing a um, a, a crush. Um, and um, and it sort of like ruined like sort of like the air of the reception that they had planned. Uh, because like all the people sort of like mobbed up and just like like people like fallen down and gotten like stepped on and stuff, like like that sort of just had sort of like become like a like a riot at like you know like at sporting events or whatever when they have crushes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so uh, soon after they were they were driven um, to their to their hotel at the um, at the Kaiserhof, um, and uh, Pathé, which is like the British like like sort of like the. Uh, Let's say like the film company of yeah, like the UK. They're, they're still on YouTube. You can watch all those. Yeah, like, and like, um, and, and they would do all like the newsreels of the time. Um, they they caught um, they they caught the gathering. Um, instead of it, a, a king who had thrown away the greatest throne in the world for love, and the woman herself who must possess some magical quality. Doctor Lay, the head of the German delegation, wearing his brown Nazi uniform and for once not drunk, delighted for um, delighted them both by deferring to her as her royal highness. Yeah, she does that thing that he likes. Of course, he's going to abdicate the throne for her. 
um, while they while they're um, visiting with uh, German aristocracy, um, the aristocrats sort of treat uh, Wallace with the same way that they would treat um, someone who was of noble birth um, uh, by giving her um, like curtsies and stuff towards her and, and just sort of like referring to her as like a duchess, uh, which which makes uh, Edward very happy. Okay. Um, on their on their first night um, in Berlin, um, they're joined by uh, Ribbentrop for dinner um, at at Horcher's, which is like a big, like fancy uh, restaurant um, in Berlin. Is it like uh, Mastro's Steakhouse? Yes. Okay. Or like a Ruth um, Chris, <laughs> a Texas Day Brazil, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> a Fogo de Chao. <laughs> a, a Mark's Prime. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, they would also, um, they would also dine d- that night with, um, uh, with Albert Speer, um, whom they discussed classical music with, and they would also meet with, uh, Magda, um, and, and Joseph Goebbels, um, who were, um, and, and Magda Goebbels, who was considered, um, uh, Germany's de facto first lady, um, and, and Joseph Goebbels, who at that time is the, uh, Reich Minister of Propaganda. <clears throat> okay. Um. So after meeting with Goebbels, uh, uh, Goebbels wrote in his diary, The Duke is wonderful, a nice sympathetic fellow who is open and clear with a healthy understanding of people. It's a shame he is no longer king. With him, he, um, he, we would have entered into an alliance. Um, the, the Duchess describes, um, uh, in, in her journal, described Goebbels as a tiny wispy gnome with an enormous skull. Um, but, she, <laughs> but she described Magda as the prettiest woman I saw in Germany. Fucking okay, I don't understand this. Steve, please explain this to me. Why, for a group of people so obsessed with uh, Aryan perfection and you know, like just uh, what do they call it, like the Ubermensch, why are they all just the ugliest, most fucked up looking people? It's projection. Like, how, do square, how do you square that though? It's like, it's projection. It's just like today, like like Gavin McInnes. The man, the man literally doesn't have a chin. Like, like the reason why he has a beard is because if he doesn't have a beard, like, like the man's chin is non-existent. I mean, that's that's. I mean, okay, fair. But like, but, but like all all these like almost all those guys, it, it's all projection. Like like they all think about like the quote unquote like degra- uh, degradations of the race. And like uh, Goebbels himself was born with a club foot. Like Goebbels he, himself has a head shape like a gray, like an alien gray, and he would not yeah. pass the phrenology test. Like he would be shoved right in the fucking gas chambers himself. I don't understand why these dudes are sitting here like this is the ideal perfect person, but they do not resemble it themselves whatsoever. What I would say the the problem is is that you're you're looking at this through like like sort of like a logical like modern real world understanding of how like genetics and and heredity and stuff like that works the thing is that when they talk about like the master race and like the making of a master race they're not really like what what's sort of lost on people is they're not really talking about in a real sense like blonde haired and blue-eyed people they're, they're talking about sort of like a a sort of like mystical evolution of the the human race into like a perfected being which, which is like the master race which has been degraded over time they say by, by people like the Jews. And, and it's sort of like a thing from theosophy and those beliefs that when they talk about like, because in theosophy, there's a book called The Coming Race. Mm-hmm. And, and that race is like an I Aryan. I always win it, that it, race, by the way. And, like, <laughs> I am the coming race. Yeah, because, and, and fascists, I never lose. because fascists have to have an enemy, so they create one. 
Yeah, just, so, even, so what he, Okay, but my thing is, even if I was alive in the 40s, if you're going to tell me the kind of, um, we'll just say, like, quantifications that they were using to be, like, the, the, the master race, even in the 40s, anybody could look and be like, but you don't even fit those. Like, what, But it, it's, it's a matter of sort of, like, a metaphysical quality of blood, and it's, it's like, because when they say, like, blood and soil... Like, like, they right, literally mean, right. like, blood and soil. That it's, like, tied to, the to like, blood. That's why they're obsessed with, like, genealogy and looking into people's backgrounds to see if they have, like, right. a- any possible Jews or, or like, like Slavic people or other people. Because right. it's not so much, like... Because, like, one of the... One of their, like, poster childs for the for the Wehrmacht was a was a Jew early on. Like, like he was, like, a blonde-haired, like... What? Like, Jewish guy, yeah, who was, like, who had, like, really, like, nice features. And, what and the like, fuck? Oh my god! They just get stupider. Every new thing I learn about them because I I never heard that before. So every new and thing it, I and it, about and it like and it, it eventually like dumber. it eventually like came out. But but he was like but like early on like before it came out because like because also you remember too like like the Jews like like Jews in Germany are like like modern like like cosmopolitan Jews. It's it's not like it's for for like a lot of them it's not like it, you know they're not living orthodox or, or hasidic like lives they're they're right. they're they're just like they, just they just sort of people they they just sort of blend in i i wouldn't say i wouldn't say normal but but i just say that they just sort of they just sort of seem like like you, you couldn't tell that they were jewish That's like I mean. they're just normal people they're not the like extreme i'm not gonna say extremists they're not the um well they're they're not outward like they're not like they're not like Hasidim or or yeah, like, like, like or like Orthodox and, curls and stuff. Um, they're just like you know, regular people. Can't tell. Um, so while while Edward is there, he also dines with his uh, cousin, the Duke of Saxburg, Coburg, and Gotha on the nineteenth uh, during his trip. Um, and that dinner would have over a um, hundred guests, um, whom uh, Edward would later recall. He had um, he had met at his uh, father's uh, jubilee and also at his father's funeral. Okay. Um. So they're all people like sort of like related to um, the House of Windsor. Um. So the uh, a Berlin correspondent for the British Observer um, reported there uh, on the couple's arrival um, and and wrote sort of about that they, that they had a, a quote unquote heavy program of events planned. Um. So the. The entourage, which included the Duke's uh, cousin, uh, Prince Philip von Hessian, um, they would travel around uh, Germany in Hitler's personal train, um, the Führer uh, Sonderzug. Um, uh, and during that time, their telephones, um, unbeknownst to them and also um, uh, anybody else other than the Germans, were bugged by uh, Prince uh, Christoph uh, von Hesse um, on orders of the um, uh, on orders of Hermann Göring. Um, to keep the Nazis informed about uh, the Windsor's uh, private opinions. Was that von Hesching? Was that like a familial tie to the Hessian soldiers from Revolutionary War? It's it's a place in Germany, so yeah, he's he's the Prince of Hesse. Ah, okay. Um, so the the German government is funding the visit, um, and so it allows them to sort of like control how the visit goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. So they allowed the visit in the first place? Because remember, the Germans want them to visit. Because because it's like a big like it's like when Dennis Rodman goes to like North Korea. It's it's like a big like propaganda coup for them. Okay, thirty seven. All right, the, things haven't really started getting kicked off in a six gear yet. Okay. 
Yeah, the the war like they haven't invaded anybody yeah, yet. Yeah, we're only we're only in fourth yet, gear but... right now. Okay, it's moving right. fast, but you know we're just, we're, we're merging onto the freeway. We just haven't got up the freeway. <laughs> merging, uh, kind of merging. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're How about merging more like the barreling through the they, overpass. They, <laughs> <laughs> they just they just pulled the tab off their uh, Steel City Reserve and they did. and there's a wall there. Uh, I it's this nuisance wall and just goes right through. <laughs> The two FHP cops in the media, yeah. they just gave him the fingers. Well, we ain't going to pull them boys over. They're, they're politically minded. And they're white. White. Oh, God. So, they only see what the Nazis want them to see, obviously. Um, so, so it's very easy for, uh, the, uh, for Edward to sort of like turn a blind eye to anything bad that could be on the trip. Because one, he's not being shown it, and two, um, he doesn't really seem to have the intention to like ask. Because because yeah. by this time, yeah, like he he like care. like they publicly advertise like the concentration camps. Like everybody knows about like Dachau. Like like Dachau is is like a model camp. Um, they they've made everybody like well known of it and other similar camps in Germany um, throughout the 30s. Um, so he it is possible he could have like visited like asked to visit like a concentration camp or something like that just to see the conditions uh, but that that never like happens wait a minute dachau was around in 37 yeah Do- dachau was established very early on like it was the the, uh, ones, the model camp right yeah yeah like uh, no one it wasn't set up as a death camp yet though or it no uh, it wasn't a death camp until like what the 40s right no dachau was never a death camp there, there, there are there are constant. It was established in 1933, um, and and so the thing is, is that they have concentration camps, which are just where they send like political prisoners, basically. And they're and they're they're awful. Like like people are still beaten. Like people, right. people still die. But but you leave you you can leave a concentration camp like a gulag. Like like when people say about how many people like Stalin put in the gulags, but like the majority of the people who were put in the gulags, I could be wrong. Like like they get out. Like the gulags it, are just really shitty jails. Yeah, they're just and the, and the same is true of the concentration camps. What they make later on, um, after they they sort of have um, they they have meetings and they have to deal with the the quote unquote Jewish question, um, is that they come up with the extermination camps because they can't physically like shoot uh, like all the Jews. Be, because they, they damn sure tried though they well, tried well, well they, they 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 try and it's just they they can't do it like it's too much of an emotional toll on the people doing yeah. it that they yeah. that that it just sort of breaks down um so they go to this sort of like mechanized um right. version of murder and this is after the the Poznan, um uh, agreement yeah okay. it's too hard it's like being a facebook moderator it's impossible to do it for too long <laughs> yeah <laughs> You just lose all sense of humanity. Oh my god, dude. Those people get, like, serious PTSD. Like, the shit that people post on Facebook that you don't see, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's the worst. It's like 4chan, basically. It just really is. It's like old 4chan. Oh, damn. I wish I had another fucking thing to open and pop, because, uh, pour one out in the chat. F's for, um, Kiwi Farms is now also gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no F's for them. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck them. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That was the the Wanna Say conference, uh, um, which which is important because one of the uh, one of the uh, <laughs> I get the, the people will talk about was was like one of the main people at the at the Von Say conference. No. Um, um, so after um, so after he's sort of um, 
after he's sort of going, um, that they, um, they're like, like also there's a, there's a trip during, um, there, there's a trip he goes on during the visit where they visit, um, the, the barracks of a, of a, of an empty, uh, concrete building, um, that he later realizes later on in life that had been a concentration camp. Um, and when he, when he asked like away, like what the building was for, a historian wrote that, that it was, that the response was, um, it is where they stored the cold meat. Um, and like, while he was told that and he took it at face value, like, like what he, like the, the true meaning of that and the horrible sense, like of, of what it really meant. Yeah. Um, so Lay, even though he was like the person who invited him there and he was supposed to be their host, um, he's a terrible host. Um, he himself is an alcoholic and also addicted to, <laughs> to high speed driving. Oh my God. What? Uh, he would, he would That's also a bad make, fucking combination. He would, he would also make uh, risque jokes all the time. Um, and he was also described as being uh, loudmouthed, brutal, um, and also a, um, a, a quote unquote, particularly odious Nazi thug. So he's Tony Stewart is what I'm hearing. <laughs> You got it. He's an alcoholic, high-speed, addicted, foul-mouthed, odious on, bastard. On, on, on one of their trips to a factory, uh, he's um, he's drunk driving, and he crashes their Mercedes at high speed into the gates of, of, a, of a factory in Munich that they were visiting. Um, and uh, one of his aides, uh, Hans Sopel, would later describe the events, uh, saying, Lay, drove the car through the locked gates and then raced up and down at full speed between the barracks, scaring the hell out of the workers and nearly running over several. The next day, Hitler told Goring to take over the Duke's visit before Lay killed him. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Jesus and, Christ. and also, uh, Edward is, is all, uh, doesn't like this either because this is not really um, what he had in mind when, when he described a, a royal tour to his uh, wife. Right. Um. And and they're tour. I didn't know we were going to be rip around around these barracks at three o'clock in the morning with fucking a drunk Nazi behind the wheel. <laughs> oh no, it's it's like during like day, like factory operation time. Oh, it's not even the middle of the night. It's the- nah. <laughs> no, it's like I, I'm pretty sure Lay is like one of those drunks where he like wakes up with a bottle, like like wakes up with a bottle of liquor. Um, <laughs> He's got shower beers. Listen, I am not one to 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 kind of poo-poo that idea because I have definitely woken up and put Jameson cold brew into my coffee before at like nine a.m. Yeah, when you're when like on vacation, when you're on vacation or something. Yeah, 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 I got it. Yeah, he's he's got the uh, he's like Homer he has the beers in the flush We're box, talking. but it's one of those like it's one of those old style toilets where the flush box is like six feet up. So <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about I'm talking about a man doing this every morning. Like that's that's not good. Ugh. Um, so, uh, their, their trip is also, um, and, and their itinerary that they have is, is also considered exhausting, uh, by, by Wallace, um, because she describes, uh, what they do is quote unquote, walking miles a day through factories, um, including one that just produced light bulbs. Mm-hmm. So why do um, they have to walk through them? Why couldn't they just like drive by and be like, oh, that is where you make the light bulbs? Well, well no, the, 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 the idea is it's like educational. that They're going to see how things are done in the factory. Like they're going to walk ah. through the factory and they're going to be like, well, what's this machine? Gotcha. Who's this guy? What does this do? Gotcha. Um, so uh, they during their trip, they visit a, uh, a winter relief center. Um, they see a, a Wagnerian opera in a workers concert hall at a factory. Like you do. Um, and they and they also inspect um, a, a Pomeranian um, SS squadron uh, with the uh, Liebstandart, 
um, Adolf Hitler, which is Hitler's like personal bodyguard. Yeah, oh, it's too, too, so sad they were Nazis because little Pomeranian SSs could be so <laughs> cute. <laughs> cute Pomeranian SS. Yeah. Little cute little Pomeranians in their little fascist little uniforms. Like I said, it's too bad they were Nazis. We're going to start a Wikipedia um, article and it's just going to say, cute Pomeranian SS dogs. <laughs> List of known references. One, trilateral troika. <laughs> so, uh, Wallace didn't go with him everywhere. Um, so Edward did go to a um, a, a Daimler um, uh, Motorin uh, Gesellschaft uh, factory um, alone. Um, which was um, which he was supposed to see uh, German precision engineering, um, and while he was there as well, he met with a British race uh, race car driver named Richard uh, Seaman, um, who had signed up for the Mercedes Benz team uh, earlier that year. Yeah, he changed. I think he changed his name to Seaman. He used to be Jack Cum, I think. <laughs> God damn it! That was a, um, that was a real bad uh, joke. I'm sorry. On October 14th, the, uh, the Duke and Duchess, uh, they visited, uh, Hermann Goering, um, at his, um, at, at his, uh, at his, like, hunting, uh, his hunting lodge, his lodge at, uh, yeah. Curran Hall. <laughs> it wasn't little. <laughs> um, well, you it was, know, for it, the time. When you say, like, hunting lodge, it's, it's more like a small, like, palace. Yep. Um, at, where they, where they would see his, uh, where he showed them his, uh, miniature, uh, train set. Now, this ain't um, my full-size train set is over... <laughs> I can't do a German accent. Um, the full-size no, train set is over in, you know, is bringing people to Dachau. You know, that's the full <laughs> um, train set. This is the small So, one. he... Well, and he gave them a, a tour. Like, they had high tea, um, and he gave them a tour of his large art collection and, 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 and gymnasium, uh, where, where he also demonstrated how one of the, the massage machine... In the gym worked while still in his like full uniform. Yeah, you just strap it right to your prostate, and there you go. <laughs> you just turn it on. Yeah. And then you think about the things you want to be true, and you strap it to your prostate, and you turn it on. That's how that works. Um, and you just don't be weird about the feelings that you get. <laughs> just don't be weird about it. Oh, um, just embrace those new. Just embrace that newfound love of that new activity that you. Well, <laughs> while while they're while they're having uh while they're having a talk with Goering in his study. Um, they notice a an official uh, Nazi map of Germany on the wall, which also includes Austria. Um, at this point, the Anschluss hasn't happened yet, mm. so so Austria has not been annexed. Uh, when uh, and and when asked about the it, Anschluss uh, being the annexation of Austria. Yes, the Anschluss. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when asked about this. Uh, Goring just said that the the Austrians would want to be a part of Germany, uh, which is which is like partially true because yeah, before we have uh, Austrian friends and we've asked them and they said yes. Well, really? at, no. at that no, but <laughs> but, like, really? but but post but post World War One, the uh, Austria wanted to join with Germany, um, but they were like unable to because like conditions were like so bad. And they're like, well, we don't have this, we don't have the monarchy anymore, so let's just let's just be with Germany because we're Germans and they're Germans and like it makes sense. Um, but because of like the way the treaties worked out in World War One, it never happened. Um, obviously, by the time like the Anschluss happens, like it's it's a bit different. Um, I'm about to say that sounds like some some shifty uh, New Day Russian explanations of why they went into Ukraine and took like the Donbass region. It's like oh, they're well, ethnically Russian anyway. Like we they, they want. Well, be no, Russian. like like there was actually like it, it again. Like you'd say it's the same. 
like like they actually did like vote on it like like there was like an actual like like political discussion of doing it but like the western powers wouldn't let them do it like the entente wouldn't wouldn't let it happen um um so so soon after this that like they don't really like um they don't really challenge him on his him staying saying this of course not um they they visited the academy for youth leadership where they observed the training of, of hitler youth um they they went to a Krupp factory um, in in Essen um, where they produced uh, tanks and U boats. I thought you said uh, a Krupp factory. No, like, <laughs> just dang Germans just come from factories. Uh, <laughs> this, was, this is where we make the confused. German. I was very confused for a minute. Like, this is a factory of them. No wonder um, they're so efficient. So Jesus so while Christ. so while. Uh, so while visiting these factories, you know, all the workers um, are, are sort of like enthusiastic um, and and they're like they're very keen to like tell them like how happy they are about the working conditions. Amazon. <coughs> um, at, at one at one point, he even uh, drinks with some of the workers where they get in, at the at the like factory beer garden um, and, and sort of like parties with them. OK, but that's kind of cool. Factory beer garden. Um, they they're also regularly greeted during their trip, but with uh, Nazi salutes. Uh, which they sometimes uh, reciprocate, but that is like that—that that was like not uncommon for the time. That was just a formal like way to greet people, wasn't it? Well, it—it it was just sort of like a when in Rome thing. Yeah, it, it didn't have like the same like obvious connotations that it has now because like you know right. the Nazis haven't invaded like all of Europe and and killed the Nazis like, haven't six really mil- been, like haven't killed really like Nazi thirty million yet. people or whatever. Um, no, the Nazis hadn't really Nazied yet. Um, and and when they do visit, they're also welcomed with the uh, by both the German and British national anthems of the places they go to. Um, and they also because of the because um, Wallace is interested in um, in China as in like the uh, like dishes and such. Um, she's also taken to a. Um, they also do a trip to a Mason uh, porcelain works. I like how you. <laughs> I like you had to quantify that. Like she was interested in China, the dishes, <laughs> not the country. <laughs> they're not just like someone- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have some Chinese people. <laughs> Every time someone like, says oh, no, 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 China, no, 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 not them. Every time this is the '40s, so she would be like, "Those people from the Orient." Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it was the time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, during uh, while while visiting uh, one of the assemblies uh, during a meeting of the German Labor Front, um, uh, Edward makes a speech where he says, "I have traveled the world, and my upbringing has made me familiar with the great achievements of mankind." But that which I have seen in Germany, I had hitherto believed to be impossible. I cannot be grasped and is a miracle. One can only begin to understand it when one realizes that behind it all is one man and one will. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a what do they call that when you when you win? It's like a triumph of the will or something. You know, it's just it's you know, it's just like a lot of people would agree today that, you know, we just need, you know, one one country, you know, one leader, you know, one one will, you know. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, M- maybe not in that order, but yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, during this time as well, Wallace is writing uh, is like writing letters to family and, and friends, and she's she's sort of like hiding what they're really doing. Like she's just sort of makes it sound like they're just sightseeing. Okay. Um, the the tour ends on October twenty second when they meet with Hitler at the at the Burghof. The Burghof is like Hitler's like if you've seen Band of Brothers, that's where they go at the end and like they um were like, 
you know, that's where like all the Nazis lived around there. Like the Berghof is essentially like a mountain estate that, that Hitler lives at. And then all the high ranking Nazis also had like lavish estates like nearby. That's not the, uh, it, it's sort of like a, con- a mountain country club for like fascism. <laughs> is that where Madison, I'm sorry, it was the name Madison Cuthorn. Is that how he spells it? Is that, how, is that where he went? Where he I, like, I believe he went to the Eagle's Madison nest. Cawthorn? No, but he spells his name. Just go Google Madison Cawthorn cursive signature and just yeah. I'll he 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 writes his cursive like 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 a like a preteen uh, girl. Madison Cawthorn. Uh, yeah, he he like no no no. Do you know how to spell Madison Cawthorn? If you do, then just go Google. He does Madison his Cawthorn signature and just look at it. He does his eyes with like with like circles for the. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like one step away from hard fucking name though. Like, he doesn't know how to spell his own fucking name. He he writes his he writes his like autograph like Mickey Mouse does at like Disney. Gorsh, <laughs> <laughs> who signed this? I swear to God, I expect to see his signature on like that off-white paper that you practice your penmanship in elementary school with like the blue line, and the yellow dot. <laughs> it's like gray paper yeah. made out of like <laughs> made out of like paper shopping bags. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, and, and this was um, them going to the Berghof and meeting with Hitler was also like a last-second uh, addition because they were they were supposedly uh, told. Um, only like the day before um, that they were going to visit with him. Um, but this this seems unlikely that because like Hitler had wanted to meet with him. Right. Um, so they, they had to wait um, before uh, Hitler was ready to see them. Um, and and when Hitler did meet with them, he, he was in like a good mood because because Hitler was like he was like a weird artist. Like he would like sleep until noon or whatever. And like he, he just couldn't handle like having a schedule. Um, yeah. like, like people think of like the Nazis as being like these very like rigorous and authoritarian people who had to meet like schedules and deadlines when, when like Hitler's like your weird, like artist friend, that's always like an hour late to everything. Again, once again, he does not embody any of the traits of what he says makes a good person. And like the part, like the Ubermensch, like, I, God damn, this, this shit, do as I say, not as I do basically. Um, so the two of them talk for two, um, for, for, um, an hour, um, where Hitler does most of the talking. Um, the, um, it, it's also known that during these talks that, that Edward encouraged, uh, Hitler, um, in, in Germany's like territorial expansion, um, like ideas that, that he sort of encouraged him that, that Germany should, um, expand into central and Eastern Europe. Um, we don't know exactly what was said, uh, because the me- uh, the minutes of the meeting were, were lost, uh, most likely destroyed in the war. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and during this time, um, Wallace is having uh, tea with uh, Rudolf Hess, um, and a uh, general uh, Bola acted as her interpreter. Um, so, um, a-, a friend of the Windsors, a uh, French millionaire, um, Paul Louis uh, uh, Willier, um, he later said that um, that Wallace had wanted to meet with Hitler, um, but she was excluded from it, and that made her like like angry. Um, so at the end of like at the end of their visit, the three had uh, tea together. Um, Hitler's partner, um, Ava Braun, is is not there at the time because remember, like nobody knows about Ava Braun. Um, mm-hmm. She she's just sort of like a she's like a secret. Like like even like some of like the most like powerful people in like the Third Reich, like nobody knows who they are. Like for right. instance, Martin Bormann, who was at the end of like the at the end of like Nazi Germany, one of the worst. Like, well, he was he was also like one of the most powerful men in Germany, mm-hmm. and and no one knew who he was. 
Yeah, he was like Hitler. he was like Hitler's right hand man. He was yeah, he was Hitler's secretary. Um, he took over for Rudolf Hess when Rudolf Hess uh, out. Went, went crazy. Yeah, went, went crazy and parachuted into Great Britain. Yeah, he's like, possibly because of this. He sponge, um, SpongeBobbed. He's like, all right, I'm gonna yeah. head out. Well, it, it's possible. <laughs> uh, like, not much has been said about it. So I'm sure the British aren't really keen to like like what this out because he spent most of the war in uh, Great Britain, and then afterwards he spends the rest of his life in Spandau Prison until he dies. Until I think in 1987. Um, so. Like, it's possible that he, like, parachuted into Great Britain to sue for peace because he, after this meeting, he believed that he could, like, work out some deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ava Braun isn't there because uh, Hitler is, like, a Volsell, um, and, and, like, publicly, he always has to present himself as being available. Um, so, nobody, like, she can't be around when, like, he me- when he meets with people who aren't part of, like, the, the Nazi inner circle. Right. Um, so she had to she had to stay in her bedroom um, until they left. <laughs> yeah, she just stayed in there and played Goldfinger here in my bedroom. <laughs> Save well, she's, from well, she's the playing Tony Hawk too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing everything I can, pretending it's I'm like, a, yeah, an Uber yeah, man. Yeah, Blondie, look at me, look at me, pull this off. <laughs> Uh, I kick flip Wallace, over the Jews. Ooh. Wallace, <laughs> Wallace, uh, Wallace described uh, as being both fascinated and repelled by Hitler. Um, that would so, that, uh, that would that would describe most people's view of Hitler, right? Yeah. It's fa- um, Nazi Germany's fascinating historically, but fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that um, in particular. What, what's also the fact too that like like Hitler's like. I'm pretty sure part of being like repelled by him is the fact that he's like constantly farting. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, <no>. All that <laughs> Vitamolten, bro. <laughs> he probably I, he, he probably smelled like Steve Jobs because yeah. like Steve Jobs at the end of his life ate nothing but broccoli. Yeah, and apparently he smelled like complete shit because he didn't like bathe either. Trying or to ward off the cancer, even though he could have beat it yeah. early. Fucking idiot. So apparently Hitler had some type of like insanely bad gastrointestinal. Yeah, yeah because he was on that Vitamolten. We had well, that episode he had, about it. His doctor had, uh, was just giving him well, the, the shit. Yeah, the doctor was just shooting him the fuck up with Well, he, he very obviously had IBS, and then the quack doctor was just giving him more shit. And the worst part about having <laughs> IBS is if you are if you have IBS and you're a vegetarian and you eat a lot of fiber, it fucks up your IBS. Like, yeah, because he was a vegetarian. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and, and during the meeting as well, um, a, a historian, uh, Philip Ziegler, notes that, um, that Edward was angered because... Um, or, or Hitler was um, Hitler was angered because uh, because Edward insisted on having an interpreter uh, rather uh, speaking directly to him in German uh, most most likely to sort of like prevent um, him from like accidentally saying anything that that would could have like you know like made made promises he couldn't keep or something that yeah. could come back because yeah. that way he could blame it on the interpreter as opposed to what he said. I see. Um, uh, the interpreter. The interpreter, uh, Paul Schmidt, would later recall, um, Hitler was evidently making an effort to be as amicable as possible towards the Duke, whom he regarded as Germany's friend, having especially in mind a speech the Duke had made some years before, extending the hand of friendship to Germany's ex-servicemen's associations. In these conversations, there was, so far as I could see, nothing whatever to indicate whether the Duke of Windsor really sympathized with the ideology and practices of the Third Reich, as Hitler, themed, uh, as Hitler seemed to assume he did. 
apart from some um, appreciative words for the measures taken in Germany in the field of social welfare, the Duke did not discuss political questions. So, question. What is stopping these interpreters from just saying whatever the fuck they want to? Let's just say our boy Winnie Churchy goes over to Germany to talk to Hitler, and he brings an interpreter with him. What's stopping his interpreter from talking to Hitler? Well, what Hitler says, looking at Winston Churchill, looking back at Hitler, and being like, yo, Hitler said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, well, just, well, well, generally, you, you bring your own interpreter, and the idea is that, like, you you want what they say to be accurate because you're talking about things that like th- this is like like if you said that like that could lead to like like friends that say like thermonuclear war like that's what I'm like, saying like what is stopping these interpreters from doing that well because they're they're professionals and it's it's their career you know they're not just some asshole they both street like hey you speak German right it's gonna be found yeah, yeah, out on, very can, easily can I direct you to our Department of Justice real it's quick? not like and, yeah it's dude, not it's, it's not, not like Florida. he's not gonna just. Uh, it's, you know, it's all it, Florida. You it, can't be a fake sign language guy. Hitler, Hitler <laughs> it's not like someone's just going to find out like, and, and be like, yeah, well, I guess you know they just decided to do the opposite thing. No, the, the guy that got the wrong interpretation is going to say, well, that's what the interpreter told me, and then they're going to shoot the interpreter. You know, It's, uh, okay, it's, probably, it's probably like a 10-minute process of finding out that the douchebag is misinterpreting yeah, and, and both. And both sides usually have interpreters, and, and usually you have teams of interpreters, yeah. so you're not just relying on, like, one person. Yeah, one might, like, okay. check the other, and that'd be interesting. Uh, I, I think I'm it'd not- be fucking hilarious if you had an interpreter who's just, I'm tired of everything, fuck everybody, and just decided to fuck with the whole conversation. Hitler said he really <laughs> likes uh, mauve and wants to know why you didn't bring him something mauve. Uh, shit. Hey, Adolf. Adolf Winston just said that uh, he's really into feet. Yeah. I don't know what this is all yeah. about, but uh. <laughs> and and usually like today, if if you were if you had like an interpreter, like like these people are like security clearance level people, at, like high levels of the government, so they're not going to pick somebody who's like it's like yeah, this guy's wife just left him and he's underwater on like on like a lot of like shit, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you got to have the security clearance because you have to literally take the words out yeah. of one leader's mouth and put it into another. So, um, okay. So, uh, a story in uh, Forward also uh, sort of disagrees with Schmidt's uh, recollections um, and says that um, Edward did raise some criticism of the Nazis' uh, social policies. Um, and that uh, Forward also accused Schmidt of mistranslating for Hitler um, and that. Uh, and that he had, um, and that he had interjected um, false uh, Schusserdites, uh, wrongly translated at times uh, when uh, when Schmidt was um, was was sort of uh, like translating things. Okay. Um, so the the Duke, uh, when he leaves, he, he sort of believes believing you know that Hitler is ultimately like a pacifist. Um, what? <laughs> um, they. Uh, an, an observer, a fucking theater kid. He's not an art major. He's a fucking theater kid. <laughs> uh, um, the observer uh, describes uh, observer described them returning their car escorted by Hitler. The Duchess was visibly impressed with the Fuhrer's personality, and he apparently indicated that they had become fast friends by giving her an affectionate farewell. Hitler took both their hands in his saying a long goodbye. After which he stiffened to a rigid. Uh, after that, he stiffened uh, to a rigid Nazi salute, and the Duke returned. Um, and a story in uh, Volker um, Ulrich um, states uh, he argues that you know that obviously um, that Hitler 
sought to like flatter uh, the Windsors um, and how they wanted to see him. Um, so, um, so they had rarely seen like Hitler being like you know speech Hitler. They had they had seen him as like being like relaxed and and sort of friendly. Um, and also, um, and and also too, um, because it had concerned the British government that that he was sort of putting on a good face, and he saw it as like an informal summit. Um, and, um, and three days prior to that, um, Hitler had also, uh, telephoned the, uh, the future British foreign secretary, uh, Lord Halifax regarding, um, Germany's, um, expansionist policies. Um, so, uh, Halifax had pressed the benefits of a mutual understanding between the two countries during these talks. Um, and so the Windsors visiting soon afterwards, um, encouraged Hitler to see, uh, uh Edward as like an ally um, in, in sort of these discussions of Germany's expansion. Hmm. Um, so, so Edward said that, um, would later say that he, he saw Hitler as a somewhat ridiculous figure with his theatrical posturings and his bombastic pretensions. Um, and that, um, and that he also would deny that he and his wife had talked politics at all with Hitler. Hey, I have a stupid question that maybe you can answer for me. In in, in this time period, did they have the ability to make international phone calls? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the United States, let's just say the president could pick the phone up and directly talk to, like... Yeah, Winston Winston Churchill had a direct line to FDR. It was, okay. it was in, like, a... It was in, like, a booth that was in his bunker. Okay. Now, so... All right. Was that type of international phone call available to the general public as well, or was that kind of just a government still kind of brand new type thing? You could you could make like international calls, I believe, but it was just like very very expensive, and and I believe you had to go to like a special place to do it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just curious. Um, and, and I, I described him earlier as a historian wrongly. Um, it was it, it was um his historian. Uh, it was his interpreter. Um, the, the Duke's personal interpreter, uh, Dudley Forwood, um, that, that he, that, that he also, uh, they also had a, um, a different recollection, uh, recollection of what happened, um, and said that, uh, my, uh, my master said to Hitler, the Germans and the British races are one, uh, they should always be one and they are of hunt origin. Um, so, so he's essentially saying that like, well, they're, they're saying that, but, um, but Edward also said, you know, that the British and German are like one people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, so they're not, but which, like the which, is? which, which <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically like the English are, are of, are of like German, uh, ancestry. Um, if you go back far enough on a long enough. Well, well yeah, line, that, yes. well, that, yeah. well, the Anglos and the Saxons are, they're not a, they're not like, like there's the Bretons, but the, the but the, but the Britons or, or B-R-I-T-O-N, yeah. uh, Britons, like they're Celtic, but like they, they don't exist. It's, it's like. It's kind of like someone from like Puerto Rico talking about their like ancestry to like the Taino or stuff like that. Like, like yeah, you you might have like ancestors are from them, but that was also like, you know, six like well, it's more in this case, but that was also like you know, like, like six generations. That that was like that was like five hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. Also, Columbus basically wiped them out. So yeah, and, and the same thing sort of happens with the Anglo's and the Saxons is that they 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 just sort of wipe out the like indigenous culture to the point where like. Even if you do have like, like some genetic, like like percentage of you is is from that like that people like like it doesn't matter because culturally you're you're like Germanic. Yeah. Um. So they they spend their last night of their tour in Munich, where they stay at the uh, Fear uh, Yaritzen Hotel, um, and 
and the um, Edward receives like some do. personal guests. Sorry. <laughs> no, because no, uh, I stay at the Holiday Inn when I'm in Munich. We at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or Motel Six with Tom Bodet. Well, and, and you have yeah. to remember, Munich is like the the heartland of like of like the Nazi party. Deep in the um, heart of Nazi. That was that's where the beer hall, the beer hall pushed took place, right? It was Munich. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they they meet uh they meet at a dinner uh which is um which is hosted by Rudolf and Ilsa Hess um and is attended by other high ranking Nazis. Right. Um. There, there's no, um, there, there's no real, um, there, there's no records of what was like talked about at the dinner, um, but a, um, but a historian Petropolis uh, comments: It is striking that the Duke and Hess, both future advocates of a negotiated peace, had the opportunity to spend the evening together and review the Windsor's tour. Um, so it is possible that they probably did like talk about stuff. Yeah, but then fucking Stringer Bell came in and he said, "What did you do with taking fucking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy?" <laughs> Um, of course, Ilsa- there was no fucking notes to the meeting. <laughs> they had well, Stringer well, no. Bell on the bottom well, of the goddamn squad. Downtown, well, well, Clay no. Davis. <laughs> well, well, no, that's that's the thing. That's the one thing about the Germans is they take notes for everything. That's why we know about the Holocaust. Yeah. That, that's yeah, why we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, that, I know, I know. I'm just saying that, Stringer Bell was just one time. Yeah, but they right they took the right time. they they took minutes at the they took minutes at the meeting where they planned the Holocaust, and and even after they like realized that like when the war was like. Like almost over, they're like, we need to destroy these. They they still had like things left over that let us piece together that this conference happened. Yeah, because they took minutes of the meeting that we talked about destroying the minutes of the meeting where they <laughs> basically architected the Holocaust. But like, but like we we have the menu of like what was served at the at the Vonse conference. <laughs> these motherfuckers are so goddamn dumb. Just documenting everything. I love it. Um, but but Ilsa notes that that Edward and and. And Rudolph had, had gone upstairs uh, for over an hour, um, where they had been um, where they had been talking upstairs in the games rooms, where the where the Hesses had a, a large collection of model ships, um, and and her um, and Edward and Rudolph were excitedly reenacting uh, World War One naval battles with them. Interesting. Um, so so the British government uh, tried to attempt to uh, control public relations uh, during the visit. Um, because this is like, this is like not a, not a good thing. And it is also like an unexpected bonus for the, for the Nazis. So, Mm -hmm. so the British government is like trying to do damage control. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the German newspaper, the, uh, the Deutsche Allgemeine Zeitung, uh, boasted that, uh, boasted about the number of, uh, of people and the quality of the people who wanted to see the Nazi social programs firsthand. Um, and it wrote that the Duke of Windsor too, has come to convince himself personally of the energy with which the new Germany has tackled her social problems. Because this is this is also something that like the Soviet Union does at this time that they want people to come to the country and they want people to talk about like what they're doing there and be like, yeah, we should do that. Hmm. Interesting. Um. So uh, Hitler subsequently asserted that. Um, that that Wallace would have been a, a good queen in his opinion, um, and he also believed that the Windsors understood um, the what is called the uh, the Fuhrer uh, principle, which is this sort of like belief in, um, in in sort of like the Nazi political belief and also in like far right uh, German uh, beliefs before then that there's that there could, that there needs to be like 
one man in charge to like control everything. Because uh, before, like, before World War One, the far right in Germany had this belief that they needed like an absolute Kaiser, and that if they, if we had an absolute Kaiser, you know, everything would be fine. But then when the Kaiser ends up to like fuck up World War One and just like like fuck off to uh, Belgium, they're like, or the Netherlands are like, they're like, uh, we we need to find somebody else, and then somebody <laughs> else turns into the Führer, which becomes Hitler. Yeah. Whoops. Um. So th- this event sort of uh, sort of gives suspicions today that if the Germans had accomplished their Operation Sea Lion um, or Sea Loa, uh, which is which was a planned invasion of um, Britain by Germany, that um, that Edward would have been made a puppet king. I mean, it stands to reason. Um, in his diary, the Earl of Crawford uh, summed up the British establishment's views on the Duke. He had put himself hopelessly uh, hopelessly in the wrong by stating his visit with a preliminary tour in Germany where he was, of course, photographed fraternizing with the Nazi, the anti-trade unionist, and the Jew baiter. Uh, poor little man. He has no sense of his own and no friends with any sense to advise him. I hope this will give him a sharp and salutary lesson. Uh, they're referring to the Duke with that? Yeah. They're, they're just saying that he's like an idiot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Look at this sad little bitch boy. <laughs> um, and also, a, a diplomat and soldier, Sir Robert Bruce Lockhart, uh, noted in his diary that that he expected uh, Edward to return sooner or later, quote unquote, as a social equalizing king, inaugurate an English form of fascism and alliance with Germany. Um, so the British ruling class as well um, uh, are are not like some of them are happy about uh, what they're doing because they 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 like fascism, uh, but some of them are not happy about it. Oh, good. Yeah, some of them. Okay, because yeah. because remember, like, um, like Oswald Mosley, the the head of like the British Union of Fascists, like like he's a personal friend of uh, Winston Churchill. Like like he he gets special treatment he and his wife during World War Two during their internment because he's like good friends with Winston Churchill. Like and and and, and Oswald Mosley is like a like a abhorrent like anti semite like like he was leading marches through like the Jewish sections well, of like you know, British Steve, cities at the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, at the time period, it was pretty common to be an Oswald. That's how mostly, things were okay? back then. You got, you can't. You gotta understand. You, know, you can't look back. Okay, you can't different. judge them by our standards. It makes no sense. The, it, it's an unfair characterization without you know? putting yourself in the perspective of the time. Exactly. 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 We're very smart just because Hitler didn't want to <laughs> bake a cake for some Jews. Doesn't mean that we should ban his bakery. <laughs> um, I would also like to just make it be known: I do not support the Hitler bakeries. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Extra, extra. Trilateral Troika supports Hitler bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you had the most delicious pastries that came out of that bakery, I cannot support a bakery that has the name Hitler in it. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> the Adolf Hitler bakery. You would see that, though, like in South America somewhere. With just full in, on, in like India. Yeah, it would be like India. India like full yeah. on swastikas up for all the logos. The Adolf Hitler bakery. <laughs> right next to so, the. Somewhere right in like Indonesia. The, uh, Right next to the that Sonic, one of those things where right next I, to the Shadow the Hedgehog even, Medical Clinic. <laughs> I wouldn't even look at it too long for fear that I would be photographed just looking at the name of it. And they'd be like, oh, look at this. Oh, my God. Um, so on, 
sort of from the uh, from the other political uh, spectrum, uh, the Labour uh, MP uh, Herbert Morrison um, hey. wrote wrote. If the Duke wants to study social problems, he had far Known better fascist, quietly... Herbert Morrison. <laughs> just Fuck. kidding. Uh, I need to prune my family tree. <laughs> no, uh, Labor Party. I know, I'm, I, I'm just making a joke. Relax. He's, you know, you gotta be one of those people who says Jeremy Corbyn's an anti-Semite, aren't you? <laughs> Why, do you know, just because... It's the Democratic I told People's you, Republic stop, of North stop Korea. Stop quoting okay? me, okay? I know, I know. It's a democracy. Um, so, so Herbert Morrison wrote, if the Duke wants to study social problems, he had far better quietly read books and get advice in private rather than put his foot in it in his in this way. Okay. All right. Herbert's okay in my book. He's like my 36th cousin, third, three times removed. Uh, the, Times, the Times reported um, how, quote-unquote, His Royal Highness acknowledges with smiles and the National Socialist Salute the greetings of the crowds gathered at his hotel and elsewhere during the day. Um, There's also photos of uh, Elizabeth doing the fucking Nazi. Yeah, as a child, as Edward, yeah. as Edward having him. That that's Edward having her do it. Yeah, that's Edward and Wallace having him do it, and they they try to bury those because they're like, it's just like what the what the fuck is your stupid uncle having you do? <laughs> <laughs> this is not look good. Look what they did. This is not cause, good. Because because George the Sixth was was not a fan of like of like Hitler and the Nazis. Like like he wasn't even secretly like oh this fascism thing would be great. Like, like he actually and and Elizabeth tend to lean like like left of center. Okay. Um. So, the the Daily Express uh, uh, stated um, the kind of reception that only the old kings of Bavaria could expect. Okay. Um. And the and from the uh, British attaché in 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 Leipzig, um, they they said of of how the Germans felt about the tour demonstrated quote unquote the Duke's strong pro fascist sympathies. Yep. Um and in the and in the Soviet Union as well, this gave the view that the British royal family was friendly uh to Germany. I mean, look at the optics. You got this this fucking eggplant going over there and you know dropping acid with Hitler and going to raves and, and doing shit. Like of course that looks bad. Of course it's gonna make everybody think like, oh, y'all look they're gonna look at the royal family and be like, Y'all are co signing this? Like he's related to you guys and he's over there just having a great Yo, come time get your boy brush this toothbrush must mustache having asshole like what what the fuck <laughs> come get your boy get your boy man what the fuck um the the tour that they uh, in terms of like the impact the tour had on the like actual british public um it, it seemed to have little impact on their on their beliefs or feelings about germany um and it was also seems to have been a, a failure um because they they did not keep the low profile that they had uh that that he had promised they would Womp womp. Um, Churchill wrote to the Duke um, to imply that there had been little notice taken of the the Nazi aspect of the trip and said, quote unquote, glad it all passed off with such distinction and success. Um, But uh, Neville Chamberlain, who at that time had just become prime minister, um, he disagreed with the tour um, and had privately worked against it. um, But um, but as a. uh, but as a historian of Nazi Germany, Karina uh, um, Erbach noted, as a convinced uh, monarchist, um, he did everything to keep the institution intact. Um, so he made sure that he would like sort of try to work against the trip, but he would also try to preserve sort of like the dignity of the, the British crown. That's got to be a hell of a job right there. <laughs> and like, 
making the two like justify both of them at the same time? No. <laughs> Good luck. In in 1966, um, the Duke would describe uh, his meeting with Hitler, um, who uh, Edward said, quote unquote, made me realize that the Red Russia was the only enemy and that Great Britain and all of Europe had an interest in encouraging Germany to march against the East and to crush communism once and for all. I thought that we ourselves would be able to watch as the Nazis and the Reds would fight each other. Um, his his translator in Equerry uh, forward uh, or forward uh, said something uh, similar to this in his memoirs. Whereas the Duke, Equary. Duchess, and Get I had had no idea that the Germans were or would be committing mass murder on the Jews, we were none none of us adverse to Hitler politically. We felt that the Nazi regime was a more appropriate government than the Weimar Republic, which had been extremely socialist. We had no idea. Um, the, uh, the Windsors would return to Paris on October 24th, um, and they would also, uh, prepare, um, uh, for a trip, to, uh, tour of the United States, uh, several weeks later. Um, but the week after they left Munich, um, uh, as well, the, the Nazis had executed two, uh, German Communist Party members, um, and labor leaders, uh, Adolf, uh, Remt and, and Robert Stamp. Ugh. Um, because these two leaders had been widely admired in the um, in the American labor movement, um, uh, and also for their uh, their anti-Nazi activity, um, their their deaths sort of uh, swayed public opinion against the Duke and Duchess. Um, so American labor unions began campaigning against the tour, um, particularly in Baltimore, because of the that being the Duchess's hometown. Okay. Um, the union said that they would not support the Windsor's visit and called them either. Uh, emissaries of a dictatorship or uninformed sentimentalists. Okay. Um, one of uh, one of his um, uh, one of their friends who helped organize the tour, and I mentioned the, the Frenchman uh, uh, Bedal. Um, he had a he had intended for the Duke to uh, regain uh, possession of his confiscated uh, German businesses, which were. Um, which were damaged by the fallout from the, the Windsor's uh, tour. I mean, um, so come on, dude. In, in 1938, his, uh, his German businesses were confiscated by the Nazis uh, permanently, um, and his reputation also suffered in America, uh, where his uh, operations were forcibly taken over by, by, US based, um, uh, by a U.S.-based subordinate. I see. Uh, yeah. So, so because of that, um, but now, um, be, because of that relationship as well, um, uh, Edward uh, cancels his tour of um, the United States. Um, the New York Times reported on October 23rd um, that in its view of the, the German tour, that it quote-unquote demonstrated adequately that the abdication did rob Germany of a firm friend, if not indeed a devoted admirer on the British throne. He has led himself perhaps unconsciously but easily to national socialist propaganda. Um, another correspondent uh, wrote, the, f- the poor fellow must have uh, must have very little discretion and must be very badly advised. Must be. Um, his going to Germany and hobnobbing with Hitler and Ley just before visiting America was enough to enrage every liberal organization in the country. Fucking libs. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, the trip to America had been uh, intended to sort of like demonstrate his abilities as like a leader. Um, and because um, and because it had been so traumatic, um, it induced him to uh, to temporarily uh, 
retire from public life. Ooh. Um, F- FDR would uh, would write him a conciliatory letter um, that expressed hope that he would that he would one day maybe visit um, in the future. <laughs> cuck. He's fucking cucked. Please come back. Please come visit us. <laughs> Take some time and think about it. We'll be here. Well, I would I would say that um, FDR in that case is definitely being uh, polite um, because like three years after this, he uh, which we'll talk about in the in the next episode that that he does talk about like that he like he can't be trusted and like and, and that they have like the FBI like watching like Wallace's family and and tracking them. Oh, is this a three banger? Yes, it'll it'll be a three banger. All right, uh, that's okay. the first one. No, we've done we've done three bangers before. We did uh, uh when's a Winston Churchill a three banger? Mm, I don't think we've done a part three. I thought he was, but I might be wrong. I don't remember doing a part three. I'll take your word for it. I, I can hear Steve looking we, up right now. <laughs> I could have swore we've done a part three. I know we've done we've done plenty of part twos. Yeah, we've done a whole yeah. bunch of part twos. Yeah. But then uh, that way, with the part two, I could I could talk a little more about Nazi death, which is always fun. Yes, that is fine. I'm okay with it. I'm here for that. Oh, so we're gonna end there? Yeah. So we'll we'll end here, and then we'll pick up for their um for their their sort of like behavior during the war, uh, where Edward is made the governor um of the Bahamas. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, and with that. Don't, Later. don't be a Nazi. Yeah, don't be a Nazi. <laughs> don't don't go don't go on any like like fancy trips to like like North Korea or something like that because that picture's gonna come back to bite your ass. Like, don't go breaking my like like I don't like like I'm, I'm not equating like North Korea being the same as Nazi Germany, but like but like when you go do that shit, like like that picture's gonna come back to bite you in the ass one day. <laughs> optics, just think of the optics. Yeah. And later. Later.